Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here as we finish up this series. It's sort of bittersweet, isn't it? Uh, I thought it felt like it would never end somehow. Writing this book and doing this series, it's sort of whenever you embark upon a big journey, it, it's always a little bit daunting, right? I mean, even if you're you can reckon with yourself to say, okay, I'm I can do this, it's still like you look up that huge mountain and then you think, wow, <laughs> there are a lot of steps to get to the top of this thing. Uh, and then inevitably when you're at the top, of course, there's another peak to, <laughs> to climb up. So, uh, you know, this last chapter means a lot to me because your life will have a lot of peaks and a lot of valleys. And I think we understand that as we go through difficult times and good times that okay, you know, again, am I really going through something difficult again? Is it really, <laughs> is this really happening? And then when things are good, it's sort of like you're looking over your shoulder, maybe thinking, okay, when's the next shoe going to drop? Or, okay, what's next, right? We we often reach a great achievement or a good spot in our lives and then look around and kind of feel like we've got something else to do and we want to get out of it. And so it's interesting because we go through our lives wanting the peaks, avoiding the valleys, and then all the way in between, we're kind of always wishing to be somewhere else, you know, and that's not a new idea. I mean, being present and meditating as a practice or prayer, right, is all about bringing you back to the present moment, being present in your life. And it's one of the best ways, I think, to, well, to take it all in. And you see it with kids, right? They're just so all in on the present moment. And so I, I wanted to write this chapter because it's probably the thing I've struggled with most in my life. I mean, there are a few chapters in this book, like trust and authenticity, creativity, purpose. I mean, I think I've struggled with actually every single one of these over the course of my life, which is why they needed to be in this book, because I've seen clients struggle with them as well. Um, oh, and if you're new to this journey, if you're just joining us for the first time, I should kind of say we're talking about my book, Memorable Lessons to Leave a Legacy. We're on chapter 22. So this is the final chapter. If you haven't heard the other episodes, I really do encourage you to start at the beginning, bring a notebook along the way and, and go through some of the questions that I ask throughout this series. And of course, pick up the book, ideally, so that you can follow along with the book as you go through. And I explain a little bit more about why I wrote this and why each chapter matters, what it's about, sort of the my intent behind it. I think it's interesting when I read a book to understand, okay, what what did the author have in mind or what was motivating them? Why did they put this chapter in here? You know, I, I like to hear from the author. So hopefully you find this useful if you're going through the book itself. And in any case, please do, you know, take the questions I ask and and ask them of yourself. Um, because that's where you'll get the most. I mean, I can give you new insights and questions or things to think about, but ultimately your life is in your hands. And so you need to decide how you apply these insights or questions, ideas into your world. Um, and that, you know, I've said that in a couple other episodes, but I'll reemphasize it here. You know, this is your world. This is your life. And so the way I've seen it or, or interpreted it by my clients is solely my interpretation. You know, you've got to take something like the word patience and wrestle with it yourself and decide, okay, what, how does this impact my life? What does it mean for me? 
because I can tell you what it means for me and I can tell you what some clients have said and, and how I employ it and what I've seen works. But at the end of the day, it's got to be your way and you have to be okay with it. And not just okay, but really agree, believe in it. Because if you don't believe in something and you just do those fluffy affirmations without any emotion behind it, belief behind it, true kind of force, your force behind it, um, you're not going very far with it. So, you know, take my stories and my interpretations and then assimilate them and agree or disagree with them. I think the biggest thing right now of our of our times is is this outrage culture, you know, and it's okay to disagree with me or anyone else. Uh, that's probably a piece of patience maybe and, and wisdom that I, has been hard earned on my part. You know, it's okay to disagree. I think you can learn from people that you disagree with. And so there are touchy subjects in this book, not just in the chapter on patience, but the whole book. Um, and I've had people come to me and say, Oh, you mentioned God? Really? Is that, do you really want to go there? And it's like, yeah, I, <laughs> I really want to go there because it's necessary. And so I've had many conversations with people that agree and then people that disagree. And it's so beautiful to see what can come of a disagreement because then maybe with through the disagreement, we can come to a new place, both of us, maybe somewhere in the middle, maybe one of us has shifted to one side or the other, or we just have better understanding for ourselves of our own position. But either way, we we've gained from the interaction. And so I think as a as a society, if we had a bit more patience, it would be a really good thing. And I say that because I think if I had patience, more patience, it would be a really good thing. Um, and so if I would benefit from more of it, my assumption is that we're all, you know, connected to some degree. And so if I would benefit, I think we'd all benefit because, well, not because I think I'm the center of the universe, but because I think that my tendency is a very human tendency to want to be at the peak and then get out of the valley and then move faster and then be at the milestone, finish the book series, finish the book do the paperback, do the audiobook, sell more books, move to the next phase, like next, 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 right? And we just keep trying to get to the next thing until we're done. And, and you're really not done until, well, it's over, right? And, and you're done. So, um, you know, <laughs> I, I uh, it's funny. It's like, where are we rushing to exactly? I mean, maybe you're rushing to an appointment. Maybe you're rushing to the very next thing in your schedule. But overall, it's like, where are you rushing to, you know, like, okay, so let's get to Friday and this week is over. And then the next month is over and, oh, it's Christmas again. And, oh, wow, I can't believe it's March. And now it's summer and here we go fall. It's like <laughs> time, the passage of time is so fascinating because we wish it away. And yet when we're old, we want it all back. And so I'm just, I'm kind of trying to... <laughs> reckon with time in this chapter and it's so critical because you don't get it back not in this lifetime not in this body and, and in this experience so you know whatever you believe happens outside of that um, is your prerogative but while we're here let's make the most of it and I think making the most of it means actually slowing down being present and having patience and presence you know they're very related and the best interactions, the best days that I've had are when I'm in the moment right here, right now with what I'm doing.
So if you're multitasking while you're listening to this, which of course you are, and I expect that from a from an avid podcast listener, uh, I certainly will be driving and listening to a podcast or doing laundry or cleaning while doing a podcast. So I expect that of you, but just check in with where you actually are. Where are you? What are you doing? Look around, you know, you're driving or you're doing something like, what do you notice around you? Because I think patience is about noticing what's around you long enough so that you can breathe in a deep breath and maybe a sigh of relief and say, okay, here's what's happening now. Let me give it some space. And so in the last chapter, when we talked about resourcefulness, the very first step is pause. And I think if you can bring in the spirit of patience with the spirit of resourcefulness, you're in a really great place to tackle a challenging conversation or decision you have to make, situation. Um, And so if you're on the grueling journey of walking up another mountain or perhaps trudging through a, a difficult valley in your life, it's very easy to wish for it to be over, for you to wish to get to the next place. And my my invitation to you in this chapter is to maybe just stop and look around for a little while. Create a bit of space where you are. Realize that things are unfolding in their due time. And that once you get there, this is the most poignant observation of mine. Once you get there, you're going to be on to the next thing again anyhow. So it's like, look, with with this book, I was writing it saying it has to be in people's hands by Christmas. It must be released December 2022. I just, I got so fed up after, you know, it being delayed due to my car accident and just life and work and like letting it get delayed. And I thought, no, this has to be in people's hands by Christmas day, 2022. Um, and that's good. That's a good, you know, I had a, I had a deadline and a day set. Um, but you know what, <laughs> if it, if it takes a day longer or if mailing them out, you know, takes longer, or if, if it doesn't happen on that day, nothing is really going to happen. You know, even deadlines that seem that was a self-imposed deadline to the, to, for the most part, But even if you have a deadline that feels really, really urgent, I have to submit my taxes, I have to submit this assignment, or I must get this done by this day, a lot of the pressure that's imposed, there might be external pressure on you from your boss or from another company or client kind of knocking down your door, but that's their problem in a big sense. And if you lose the opportunity, you'll have to reckon with that, right? Like if you you don't adhere to an external timeline of someone else, whoever they are, you'll have to accept and bear the responsibility of the fact that you might miss out on that particular opportunity. And that might be disappointing, but don't meet the deadline with the cost of sacrificing your, your entire sense of well, self or peace um, or your values. That's just not worth it to meet a deadline. And and I've learned that the hard way, (laughs) the very hard way of, feeling and allowing other people's pressure to dictate my timeline. And that's not at all fulfilling when you stop to think about it. And I think that's all I'm inviting you to do is stop and think about it. Take an extra day, sleep on it, 
Because if someone is pressuring you and pushing you to an outcome, it's not a good outcome. It's not. Any business decision I've made because an external person has been pushing me to make the call, pushing me to invest or send the money or, or sign the contract, never a good outcome. And it's okay. You know, I have deadlines for things like I'll send, um, I'll invite somebody into predictable profit, which is my course. And, you know, there are certain timelines that I have. And so if I extend a particular promotion and it ends at a certain time, that's when it ends. But if you miss out on that promotion because you weren't ready, that's okay. That's, you know, that's your decision. So people will have their own timelines and, you know, it's kind of like missed connections where, okay, if I'm leaving now and you don't want to come with me, well, I'm going to leave. So I'm going to hold to my timeline because I'm ready, but you don't want to come with me. That's okay. But patience is just you discerning and you having the wisdom to say, okay, but I'm not ready. So I'm not doing it and not allowing the external pressure to take you for a ride and, and being able to go within and be at peace with your decision, with your timing. And I <laughs> I say this with full understanding, awareness, knowledge that that's hard um, because I'm the one that usually gets swept up in the tide and let's go and it's time to go or we need to do the next thing or, you know, I'm constantly, I'm definitely, if you if you read the chapter on purpose, you'll get a look at your particular gifts that you have represented in a hopefully very clear, concise list that you can just take a look at and kind of understand, okay, what are my particular gifts? Um, so, but from that list, the one, there's one called starter where you like to forge ahead and start new projects and lead the charge, you know, into the unknown. And that's definitely me. Like I'm the first one to say, yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. Let's go see and just dive right in. Um, and so if you're a person like that, believe me, I'm, I'm that person and I get it. And I'm usually ready to kind of lead the charge and go for it. Um, but if something feels off, the times when I'm, yes, let's do it. And something feels off and I persist just to be that person. Like I just bulldoze through it. It doesn't work out in my favor because I'm not being patient. I'm not listening to the wise part of myself, the patient part that says, hang on, something's up here. This doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. And I'm not listening to that. And then I get myself, then, then I'm kicking myself after the fact. So, you know, avoid, avoid the temptation to just push the eject button, you know, just hit send, avoid it for a second longer and just check in, in that second. Okay. Is this, is this what I want to do? And then move forward. Now, a word to the wise. If you're somebody that's always overthinking, second guessing, mulling things over, we talk about that personality type in another chapter. But if you're somebody that's always kind of, oh, what could happen? What could happen? That's not patience, right? That's being, that's procrastinating or avoiding or being stuck somewhere because you're in a mental loop. So that that's not patience. I'm not here to say overthink and don't take action. Right. So there is a difference. And I think, you know what it is, you know, when you're avoiding the step you need to take or you're just being impatient. Right. You're just pushing something forward without really taking a moment to consider it. So, you know, that best, you know, yourself best. And are you in a rut kind of just spinning around in your thoughts and not acting? Are you in an action or are you truly in need of taking a moment to, to sit, look around get your bearings and then continue onward. Um, 
I would say in both cases, no matter which one it is, the patients to sit still, because oftentimes, you know, I have clients also come to me. This is interesting. They'll they'll come to me and say, you know, I'm really anxious. And I say, well, I'm not a therapist. So let me get that off the table right now. You know, I'm certainly not a therapist. I'm not here to diagnose you that you're anxious or not. Um, but what I work with is what are the stories you're telling yourself? What are you doing? Right. Thoughts and actions like thoughts and behaviors. That's that's my realm. How are you thinking? Because how you're thinking, the stories you're telling yourself are taking you to your actions and then they're bringing you back to more thoughts, right? You do something, okay, you think about how how it went or what to do next, then you do something again, then you, and so you're thinking and doing. And I work in that space and I'm not here to diagnose anyone, but what what I've come to realize with clients that are anxious is they're thinking, 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 there's no doing or little doing, or there's little doing action taking in regard to what they continue to ruminate about. And so if you're ruminating, ruminating, thinking, thinking, it's like, okay, <laughs> then you need to go to the chapter on resourcefulness and ask yourself, okay, what's the very, what's the best next step? Just one thing that I can do about this. Because you are thinking yourself into the ground and you're not going anywhere as a result. Well, you're going somewhere, you're going nowhere. I mean, you're going backwards almost, or maybe in the wrong direction completely in another direction completely. You're, you're digging yourself into a hole when you think, 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 think. Right. And so this might sound really, really basic, but I mean, write a list of all these things that are your concerns, make friends with the parts of you that are anxious. Like, what are they trying to keep you safe from? Something. They wouldn't be, you wouldn't have that persistent voice in your head, right? And so patience, the skill of patience is giving you the moment to sit down, sit down, force yourself. I mean, not forcefully, but tell, tell yourself you're in the driver's seat. Okay, sit down, write this all out, like write a list, just a list. You don't have to make it pretty, write a list. Okay, what are all these things that are making me so nervous? Like, what do I feel needs to happen or isn't happening that's like, Oh, this is stirring up my, my heart, my mind. I'm freaking out over this. Okay. Write it out. Make friends with it. Look at it. Okay. What's one thing that I'm willing to do about this? Oh, that part, that seems too big. Okay. What's another thing? A smaller thing, because that's the way that you take action in a new direction. And once you start proving things to yourself, your situation can change. I'm going to do another episode on this specifically. It'll be the next episode um, after this because our series is done. Um, but I'm going to go deeper into internal family systems. Um, again, I'm not a therapist, but it's something that I'm using with clients um, to support the way I ask them questions um, and giving them a, a context for for how their mind is working. Um, but again, not a therapist. Uh, but so I'll get into this in another episode. I'd like to go deeper because I think I, I keep hearing about this and it's this persistent kind of battle within your own mind and what patience, what this chapter allows you to do is to get in alignment with your mind because you stop long enough, you stop moving, you stop distracting long enough to look at it. If, if the, there's a really great, I'll just read this because it's just, it's just the quotation. Every chapter Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see, but every chapter has a quotation at the beginning of the chapter and then a question. So a core question to contemplate for that chapter. Um, And so in patience, it says, do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles and the water is clear by Lao Tzu? So, okay, (laughs) you've got muddy waters. 
right? Everything is, is shaken up and think your mind is going a mile a minute. You've got to stop and focus. And that's where meditation and breathing and all of these extra prayer come, come into play, right? But that stop and focus, that patience moment is so critical to then seeing, well, seeing the water for what it is allowing the water to clear the mud to settle right all of those anxious thoughts let them dissipate get them out of your head put them on a list let them dissipate and then then you can okay how am i going to navigate the waters what am i going to do next or how can i approach this then you can go to the chapter maybe on resourcefulness again and kind of build up that courage to to do the action but the first thing you have to do is be patient and this is, that's sort of a, a small skill. If you're just thinking a lot, you write out a list. I mean, it sounds, I'm sure you've done it before. Um, it's a good reminder if you're feeling like there's a lot going on in your brain, right? Get it out of there, get it out of your brain and talk with someone or put it down on a piece of paper, get it out of your mind and into the real world is the very first thing. And on a broader scale, I really invite you to consider patience when it comes to the peaks and valleys of your life. Because we're all driving so strongly toward the next milestone. And I've been there in dating. You're single. You want to date someone. You date someone. You want to get married or engaged. You get engaged. You want the wedding. You have the wedding. You want the kids. You want the house. You want, like, your kids are growing up. They need to do this, this, this. Then you attach all these milestones to how your children are being and growing. And let me do the right thing for them. And you're trying to guide and calculate each step. And then they're in college and then they're getting married and you're retired. And what do I do next? And like in the blink of an eye, your life has just flashed past you. And again, these are not new. The things I'm saying are not new. There are movies made about this. There are books written. I mean, we know that the passage of time is something that we reckon with. And so the best way that I've figured out how to deal with that is by being patient because then you're still, and then you can see where you're actually at. You're not tomorrow, you're not yesterday, you're just right here with me right now where you are. And from that place, whether you're in the valley, you're halfway up the mountain, you're at the top, you're walking down, wherever you are on the, on the path right now, just stop and look around. And the more you can do that, you're going to enjoy the peaks and the valleys. And that's the whole point is an enjoy. I mean, that there's a chapter on enjoyment. This is not necessarily about pleasure. This is about taking it in. Your willingness to conf to your willingness to see your life for what it is right now and love it. Like truly love it, appreciate it for what it is right now. And that's that can be so difficult when you're in the valley. When your family member is dying or has just passed away or you are ill or not well or are really struggling with something mentally or a situation in your life. It's hard to sit there and say, I'm, here's where I'm at. This is where I'm at. But your willingness to, to stop, to let the mud settle and to look it clearly in the eye. That to me is what patience is. And the more of your days you can go through with that clarity of mind, with that patience to say, okay, the mud is really, <laughs> the water's really muddy at the moment. That's okay. Here we are. Let me settle into myself so that I can see this for what it is.
And then as it unfolds, I'll continue to see it for what it is as it evolves. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of being in relationship with someone, seeing how they evolve, seeing how you evolve, your job, your these projects, right? It's like, there's nowhere else to be. Where are you rushing? Where are you rushing to? Not just to this appointment, but in your life. We're all going to get to the end. <laughs> so... That's that's the point I want to leave you off with, and it's what I wanted to leave the book at as well when I finished it off. You know, where are you rushing? Enjoy these hours, these moments. Look them in the eye. Be there for them. The rest will come. But if you're looking at what's right now, well, then when you're at the next step, you'll also be there and be present. You know, and so you'll just have this collection of really, really beautiful moments. So don't wish, don't wish your precious time away. So it means everything to me that you spend your time with me because, well, as we've just outlined, it's really important how you spend it. So it means a lot that you choose to spend it with me. I hope to see you next time. I'm going to delve into... Um, internal family systems a little bit deeper. I, I already believe I have an episode on it, but I'd like to go into some specific scenarios where I've where I've used the concepts to really support my clients with difficult feelings. So I'm going to go there in the next episode. If you'd like to continue with me on that journey, uh, I'd love that. And well, once again, if you haven't listened to the rest of the series, please do that. Grab Memorable. It's everywhere you can buy books put my heart into this one. So it would mean a lot if you, if you picked it up. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time. Take good care.